You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87 7 It's time for some real talk. Let's go. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break 87 FM. Beat Break Radio FM.com. My name is Jeff is Moody, Mr. Moody, and I am only here to keep it one way 100% real. 100% raw and 100% Jeff. Strapping your seatbelts, get ready for a ride because you've never heard talk quite like this. The Jeff is Moody Show. Beat Break 87 FM. Raw Dog Season has begun. Has begun. Let's go. Jeff is Moody. Jeff is Moody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you over there. Thank you. Thank you. I, you, you know what? Each and every week, all of you are just far too kind. All my people over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. And, of course, your free Beat Break 87 FM app that you can download from your app store. Hey, look, we just want to go wherever you go. Can you hear my bell this week? Can you hear my bell? Family, if you want to contact me on Instagram, uh, hit me up at the Jeff is Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. Once again, family, that's 678 678- 386-5331. Fam, if you want to hit DJ Naturel up and salute her for her ATL traffic mixes, you can hit her up at DJ Naturel, and that is on all social media. That's Naturel with an E. N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Fam, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Jeff, but you can call me Moody. And I will be your pilot for this four-hour flight. Kick back. Relax if you can. But even if you cannot, I am guaranteeing you that we're about to make these next four hours the best portion of your day. And I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to the Jeffers. My, my drivers. You know, you, you know, my drivers, y'all get me emotional. Y- I get, y'all hold the show down. We, you, you people in your cars and your vehicles, you're holding me down. I love my drivers, man. Do me a favor. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. I don't know if y'all can hear the bell this week. I hope y'all can hear my bell. Young Sean, keep that dealer going. Young Sean, I need strong dealer all show today, baby. That's Young Sean, the world's greatest post producer. The kid wonder. The teen wonder. The God. Young Sean, keep my bounce going, please. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show. Whether you're in the gym, at the house, wherever you are, if you are listening, I truly thank you. Family, we got a great show for you today, but there's something on my mind and I want to share it with the fam. Before I get into today's show, I want to speak to you all really quickly about feeding the machine. Feed the machine. 
Whether you're a one-person machine or whether you're a part of a multi-unit machine, feed the machine. That means contribute. That means go hard at what you do. Show pride. Play team ball if it's all about a team. You'd be surprised at how many people I talk to and how many people I deal with that start companies and ventures and or they get into relationships or or even they just play rec sports and, and they have rec teams and all that stuff and they find themselves doing everything on their own many of them are surrounded by people in their circle but those people are hesitant to put that work in you know what people want nowadays people want to basically coast along and then they go all in after all the hard work has been done you got to pull people's legs to do the simplest things. Work hard. Commit to your craft. Be productive. Help fund the company. Play team ball. You know, I've been in, in several situations where motherfuckers are whine about a few dollars here and there to feed the machine. But that same person will spend exponentially more than that on, on, on a pair of shoes or a pair of sneakers or a lunch. Or, or one of those damn sugar-filled, overrated-ass uh, Kappa-Lappa-Frappa-Lappuccinos from, from damn Starbucks. How many of you work at a company where you're in a group, whether you're training in, in any way, shape, or form, you, you IT professionals, nurses, policemen, it doesn't matter what it is. And you have one or a few of those people who just refuse to feed the damn machine. They slow the group down just by being lazy or non-committed. They're more thinking about how they can get advancement how, rather than just feed the machine and watch the whole group see advancement. They are sneaky. They are turncoat. They are backstabbing. Some of you are in relationships with somebody and you turn around and you realize that you're doing it all because your significant other won't feed the machine. You got to do all the communicating. You got to initiate all the sex. You mean to tell me you got to clean? You got to cook? You got to pay the bills? Shit. When you sick, you got to make your own chicken soup up in this bitch. Y'all know I ain't lying. I know I know the show ain't even kick off yet, right? And I'm already dropping jewels on your bomber clot head. Look at some of you thinking about somebody you know that won't feed the machine. So listen to me, family. If you are the machine, if you own the machine, if you're a part of the machine, I suggest that you cut your losses and you get rid of those people who want to ride for free and put zero work in. And that's in all facets of life. Now, somebody is going to say, well, well, Jeff, what happens when you feed the machine and the machine uses you and discards you after your usefulness is done? That's a great question. I mean, because look at pro sports, look at corporate America, look at how the military treats some of its veterans. Look at how certain people do when they when they get people that feed the machine. Look at how they dump on them. Shit, man. Look at radio and look at the record industry. That's may that may be some of the ultimate examples of betraying those who feed the machine. So here's my advice. While you're feeding the machine family, make sure the machine's feeding you back. Study the machine. Learn the habits of the machine. Are you appreciated? Love respected honored it's not that hard to tell do your investigations do your homework follow your instinct and if you realize that that machine considers you expendable then make sure you get the last laugh make sure you're prepared for anything and you plan for everything but remember if you rely on the machine and you trust the machine feed it 
whether it's love and whether it's business is just a thought for y'all. Nothing can run when it has multiple people that are not doing anything and one person feels the weight. Now, a leader always feels weight, but you got, okay, I'm at beat break. My job is to cut shows. I don't do editing and all that. My job is to cut shows and give you four hours. I go beyond that. I'm always willing to do more of what I know how to do. You, you, you may be in a, in a music group and, and, and your job may, maybe is to sing back. Man, offer the right. You, you may be in a corporation and your job is to do A, learn how to do B, feed the machine. If you're not going to feed the machine and you're going to be an individualist, then do that because there's nothing wrong with that. But don't commit to the machine, whether it's your love life or your business life, no matter what it is. If you're going to be about it, feed it. Feed the damn machine. Family, here's what we have to uh, for you on today's Jeff is Moody Show. We got that Jim news. We got that dumb shit news. Uh, we got Just Ask Jeff. That's in the lineup today. We got a little bit of feedback from last week's show. Uh, the whole anal thing really got in some people's ass. Uh, uh, no pun intended. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I'm about to get barred for the intro of the show. We have the world's most trifling people, and this week I truly do deeply hate every contestant this week, which I usually do. I hate these contestants even more. Um, these are all people who need to uh, burn in hell. All right. We have the opposite of trifling, following the world's uh, most trifling, because for every demon family, there's an angel. And of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give you all the what? That's right, fam. Moody motivation is on deck. Because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to talk to you about my help system. H-E-L-P. Family, we got that FB post of the week. We got random thoughts. And of course, we have another great throwback classic podcast from Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. That's coming up at around 4 p.m. And from 5 to 6 p.m., we got my co-host and my baby sister, DJ Naturel with the ATL Traffic Mix. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this four-hour flight. Because for week 21, goddammit, verbal raw dog season has officially begun. Moody Motivation is up next. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Feed the machine. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Of course, my name is Jeff is Moody, and it is time for some Moody motivation. Wow, fam. I, I know the intro of the show with Feed the Machine kind of sounded like moody motivation but this is the official motivation for today i have an acronym called help and it stands for humility excellence love and passion this is a system of mind that that i have used uh, throughout my life in friendships brotherhoods sisterhoods business uh, endeavors, pursuits, marriage, relationships, and it's worked, it's worked pretty good. Not perfect because nothing is. 
But this is my help system, and I wanted to share it with you guys really quickly. Humility, excellence, love, passion. Whatever you're into, approach it in a way that your effect will be long-lasting, it will be productive, it will be progressive, and it will most importantly be something that helps other people along. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with you doing things to help yourself. Help. Help. H. Humility. Oftentimes we enter into something and we do know more than everyone in the room. We may be more talented than everyone in the room. Unfortunately, we show it in a negative way. We have a problem with not listening to what people are trying to say. It's our way or the highway. We don't comprehend someone that can't understand something that we've been doing maybe better and longer than they have. So we look down on them for not understanding. We lack humility. This is what success brings, but this is also what repeated failure brings. Believe it or not, repeated failure brings arrogance when you have a person that can't confront themselves and wonder why they keep losing. Approach things with humility. Be humble. Listen. Learn. Understand that the smartest man or woman in the world can still learn. Be humble. When you can teach and when you can educate, be humble about it. When you know more than people, be humble about it. When you succeed, be humble about it. This is my help system. E is excellence. You shouldn't be thinking of anything less than that. Why would you get into anything that you're not trying to excel at, that you're not trying to be the best at, that you're not trying to strive for excellence at? Don't half-ass your way around this world. Think excellence. If you think it, you can become it. This is my help system. The letter L, love. Love what you do. You may not love the people that you do it with all the time, but love what you do. It's the love that'll get you up all hours of the morning and make you work. It's the love that'll make you take the drive. It's the love that'll make you take the sacrifice. It's the love. If you think just the money will make you do it, then you're wrong. Love what you do. The longevity is going to come from your love. Love your craft. Love your relationship. Love your art. Love your endeavors. Love yourself so you can love what you do. This is my help system. The letter P. Passion. The way that you love is the way that you have to approach what you do. No matter what I do, whether it's this show or whether I'm writing or whether I'm being a family man, no matter what I'm into, I do it with passion. I jump into it. I, I leap into it. I'm passionate about it. I love to see it work. I strive to see it work. That is my passion. With passion, with love, with excellence, with humility, you will develop the help system. And not only will you help yourself, you will help everyone around you. Family, this is my help system. Humility, excellence, love, and passion. Give it a try. Let me know how it works. Moody Motivation. We'll be right back with Jim News. This is Jeff's Moody Show. Beat Break Radio, FM.com.
You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Of course, my name is Jeff is Moody. And family, it is time for some gym news. For those of you that don't know, gym news is Jeff is Moody news. And I have three interesting stories for you today. One of them irritates me, and I'm going to read that one right now. This is about LeVar Ball. For those of you that don't know, he is the father of the Ball brothers, the basketball guys that play ball. Lonzo, I don't even know the other two names, Tito and Jermaine. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't follow this shit. I don't care. But I, but I did get this story. Lonzo, Tito, and Jermaine. So anyway, ESPN bans LeVar Ball from all platforms for the Molly Quarum comment. LeVar Ball has been banned from all ESPN platforms after making comments to Molly that the network deemed inappropriate. An ESPN spokesperson said that they have no plans moving forward of having Ball on any of their programs. Now, this comes after an interview on First Take where Ball was asked about his son Lonzo being traded from the Lakers to the Pelicans. During the interview, Quarum asked Ball if she could switch gears with you because I have a question here. Ball then responded, you can switch gears with me anytime, which many took as inappropriate. A representative for Ball addressed his comments saying that it was at no time intended or meant to be sexual in nature. So, family, I watched this uh, exchange about five times. And I have to tell y'all, I have to tell y'all really quickly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of women in sports. Not, not women in sports just because they're in sports. I'm so sick of women in sports that are reshaping every word that can come out of a man's mouth. Hey, y'all motherfuckers, you can get as mad as you want to get. Hey, 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 if my listenership go down, I'm good with it. I'm not going to lie to you. I love the progression of women in sports. I love, I love, I love the coaches. I love the, I love the sportscasters. I love all that. But I'm so sick of the fact that you want a fucking woman to walk in a locker room, which traditionally is a bunch of guys from half naked to towel. You want guys to cover up when a woman comes in to talk. You're in a man's game. You got to deal with shit. I mean, it's just the way that it is, man. And I watched this five times. Now, just like if a woman comes into a locker room. Yeah, I know some of y'all mad. I know some of y'all mad. But just like if a woman comes into a locker room and the guy purposely is swinging his dick around, I, I wouldn't like that. I would be like, yo, that makes no sense. But if she comes into a locker room and a guy has his chest out or an ass cheek from behind his towel and she feels uncomfortable, do we change sports for that? I watch, I watch this face, which always looks sarcastic and sly. I listen to his tone and all of that. And I got to tell you, I can't definitively say that he was being sexually inappropriate. She said, can I switch gears? He said, hey, you can switch gears with me anytime. But even if that's what she said, yo, teach these motherfuckers how to check these guys on the spot. Should he be banned from ESPN? Well, yo wasn't banning when he was on there fucking cutting up the whole time. 
ESPN doesn't give a fuck about his female employees anyway. This shit is all about advertisers and it's all about the viewership. Yo, this guy didn't say nothing crazy. I don't even I don't even know if his brain was even there. Y'all go put in Lavar uh Lavar Ball Molly uh uh Quirton. Is that her name? Quarum, I'm sorry. Put the shit in. You know, you know, the, the, when I tell you that I'm tired of women in male sports, if if a man comes into women's sports, I think he should have to deal with the protocol of the sport and how the sport goes. I mean, have you ever been in locker room? Fuck the pros. We're talking about high school, rec league, college. If you're in that environment, you're telling these men they have to change because you're there. Well, then stay over on the woman's side. And by the way, there are a lot of women that just take this thing with a shrug. They handle it. And I don't know what Molly Aquarium thought about this, and I can't jump on her. But you can't shift everything. Like, everything can't be inappropriate, man. I'm going to go over. Hey, Sean Garvey, I'm doing 15. Young Sean, keep my dealer going while I lose half of my female audience. Yo, I'm tired of everything being inappropriate. The same shit that was nothing before is inappropriate. If motherfuckers is tossing Gatorade in the locker room and it hit a man, everybody laugh. If it hits a woman, oh, they purposely hit her in her eye. Yo, if you're going to be there, you got to do the job. Should you be sexually harassed? No, I don't condone that at all. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't think that you should be in a sport, a, a, a gender sport, where you can't take the way that men get down, minus their over-the-top activities. I watched the shit five times. I don't know what he said that was enough to get banned. I don't. Yo, y'all hit me up, 6783-65331. The Jeff is Moody Show on Instagram. Beat Break Radio on Instagram. I know a lot of you motherfucking angry motherfuckers. Oh, you said he was sick of women. No, I'm not sick of women in, in male sports. I'm sick that we gotta, but that I gotta sit down and pee when you're in the locker room. Everything is inappropriate. If you tell a man, yeah, we played a good game, baby. You know what I'm saying? If I say it to a woman, we played a good game, baby. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, he called me baby. The fuck out of here, man. And I would say the same thing to a man that's whining about being in women's sport and have to deal with that bullshit. Yo, y'all watch it for yourself. Check me if I'm wrong, man. Moving right along. For those of you that are still listening. <laughs> Ava DuVernay responds to Trump's refusal to apologize to the Central Park Five. As you guys know, uh, our president is the most despicable piece of shit human being in the world almost uh he can easily be on any given week on the world's most trifling people uh contest but uh donald trump recently made headlines for his refusal to apologize to the central park five who were exonerated of raping a female jogger in 1989 trump called for the reinstatement of the death penalty in new york in light of the trial and after the five men were exonerated which, by the way, Donnie, you were not exonerated. 
<laughs> they're more exonerated than you are, Don. Um, due to DNA evidence in the case in uh, 20, uh, 2002, he refused to apologize. When asked about the Central Five, uh, the Central Park Five this week, Trump told reporters it's an inter- interesting time to bring it up. You have people on both sides of that. They admitted their guilt. If you look at Linda Fairstein and then you look at some of the prosecutors, they think that the city should have never settled the case. So we'll leave it at that. He is a true piece of shit subhuman being. Donald Trump lives in a world where he doesn't know what coercion is. He doesn't know what it's like to be a young black man with all white male police officers threatening your family and your life. Have y'all seen when they see us? Has your heart been broken yet? And then the president of the United States States says that these children admitted their guilt when it's been proven they were coerced. This is the president. Yo, this is the president. Fuck that guy. Well, Ava DuVernay, whose Netflix miniseries, When They See Us, tells the story of the Central Park Five. She made a comment on Trump's statement on Thursday, and DuVernay told the L.A. Times, it's expected. There's nothing he says or does in relation to this case or the lives of black people or people of color that has any weight to it. It's not our reality. There's no truth to it. I wish I had more juicy of a soundbite for you, but I simply don't care. Ring the bell for Ava DuVernay. I may be saying your name wrong, but, you know, I'm sorry. Yo, 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 I want to put this. The president of the United States. Who went in his pockets or somebody pockets because he's a thief and he doesn't pay his debts. He he put up an ad to call for the death penalty for a bunch of kids that that were unjustly and illegally coerced into making state it's been proven it's been proven and he won't apologize fuck his apology we don't want his apology but he's still saying hey they said they were guilty he don't know what coercion is the most corrupt man in america doesn't know what co- fuck him yo respect to the central park five and respect to ava man a lot of things don't piss me off. That pisses me off. I'm going over. Young Sean, play my Dilla. Sean Garvey, I'm 15 on this. <sighs> Motherfucker. All right, family. Yo, listen. Okay, enough is enough. Nine or more American tourists have died in the Dominican Republic. Three more deaths among visitors to the Caribbean island have come to light. Authorities are still looking for connections. Now, listen, folks, earlier this month, Mr. Joseph Allen, 55 from New Jersey, had died of cardiac arrest in the Dominican Republic. Mr. Allen's death came just days after Layla Cox, 53 from Staten Island, dialed in a hotel room at the Excellence Resorts in Punta Cana. Other deaths, which were apparently related to cardiac issues, include Yvette Monique Sport. 51 of Glenside, Pennsylvania, at a Baha'i Principal Resort on, in June 2018. Mike Hurlbut, 62, in June uh, 2018. David Harrelson, 45, uh, in July of 2018. 
Robert Wallace, 67, of California at the Hard Rock Hotel in, 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 in a Casino in Putacana in April of this year. Miranda Sharp Werner, 41, at the luxury Bahia Principal Bougainville, Bougainville on May 25th this year. And the couple, Nathaniel Edward Holmes, 63, and Cynthia Ann Day, 49, of Prince George County, Maryland, at the Grand Bahia, Bahia Principal La Romana on May 30th. I'm probably screwing their names up. God bless the dead. The FBI is in the Dominican Republic investigating the deaths. At the request of the Dominican authorities, the FBI continues to assist with the ongoing local investigation to include support with toxicology as well as the arrival of a small team of FBI personnel in the Dominican Republic, a State Department official told the Times on Friday evening. So um, the, the Dominican Republic now has a level two travel warning on a one to four scale, which encourages travelers to exercise increased caution if traveling to the island, yada, yada, yada. Okay, listen, family, let me say this real quick to y'all. I understand the, uh, the, the, the American way. I know how we get down. We're arrogant and we run everything and everything belongs to us and we don't give a fuck and, and we hardcore and we're going to go and do what we want to do. I understand that. But, but, but here's just my thing. If something like this is going on and it's only Americans, I'm just not going to go to the, to, to the Dominican Republic until they kind of get a finger on it. How about you? You know, you know, it, you know, y- y'all remember Jason from Camp Crystal Lake? Jason, right? Jason. Remember Jason? Friday the 13th. Is that Jason? Why did the white kids keep going to Camp Crystal Lake? Jason was going to fuck them up. Why would you keep going when you know people are going to fuck you up? Y'all remember Michael Myers? Remember Halloween? Why Why did people in that town, why were they in town on Halloween? Michael Myers is coming back to kill people. You know he's coming back to kill people. Why are you still in town? Y'all remember Jaws? Everybody knew Jaws was going to eat people. Yo, 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 hey, fellas, do y'all remember that chick back in the day that burnt all of y'all with an STD except me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The report came out that she had a hot box. She burned everybody. Y'all kept hitting it because you heard. Why do people go back to where they know something is wrong? Me personally, fam, I ain't going to the the, the Dominican Republic is awesome. In my bachelor days, I ventured. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. But for now, I'm going to keep my ass out of the Dominican Republic. You go play your arrogant American role over there. I'm going to stay home. Stay your ass home. Let them figure it out. Plenty of other places to go. Americans are going there and dying in only Americans. Duh. That was Jim News. We'll be right back with dumb shit news. You going to go hang out in Dominican Republic. Goddamn. Uh, go to Lake Voorhees. Go to where Jason and, and Freddie be hanging out. And you know, it's Halloween. The fuck are you going in Michael Myers Hollow in his hood for, man? Yo, what you going in on October 31st for, man? Jeff is Moody Show. Damn, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? We'll be right back. Dumb shit news on the way. That was kind of dumb shit. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. My name is Jeff is Moody, as you already know. And it's time for that dumb shit news. 
family, uh, I just have two dumb shits today. Two is all I could take. The, these two stories, they're, they're all I can take. You know, sometimes I get my fill too. You guys are not... It, you guys are not the only one that's allowed to get your fill of my bullshit. Sometimes I get tired of the world's bullshit. <laughs> 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. You know why I'm here, right? You know why I'm here. To get you through. I'm going to get you through with this dumb shit. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Okay, family. So, Megan Good, the actress... Uh, I don't know a lot about Megan Good's work. I don't now, no slight to Megan at all. I don't, I don't watch a lot of movies. I don't really watch television and stuff. You know, uh, when I do watch TV, it's usually like cooking shows and stuff like that, or History Channel, or, or, or some kind of news or something like that. I hop on Netflix occasionally and binge watch Walking Dead or something, you know, you know. I know I, I know Megan Good has been in a lot of movies. I know she's a, a very attractive woman Um, on a scale of one to ten, which I really don't do scales. But if I did, she wouldn't be a dime. But I'm going to explain that to you guys in random thoughts. Remember what I just said. Megan Good is not a dime and it's not a slight. I'm going to tell you why no woman is a dime to me unless I really get to know her. But Megan Good says that judgmental Christians have pushed her away from the church. It's unfortunate. Megan Good is steadfast in her Christian beliefs, but she says that she doesn't attend church as much as she'd like to due to overcritical churchgoers. While talking about a sex scene in her new film, The Intruder, the 37-year-old actress told, can, she's 37, can, yo, black women, can, can I ring the bell for y'all? No, no, no disrespect to, no disrespect to, to, to the rest of my audience. I love y'all. Y'all know I do. Can I say something about my sisters, though? Y'all, y'all, black don't crack. My wife say that all the time. The, the black don't crack. Wow. I didn't know she was 37. Anyway, the uh, 37-year-old actress told D.L. Hughley, big up to D.L., on his uh, eponymous uh, radio show, that her husband, Devon Franklin, a Seventh-day Adventist preacher, as well as film exec and author, doesn't interfere with her love scenes. He encourages her to make them authentic on screen. And she gave it her all with Michael Ealy in the drama. Now, Michael Ealy is the little high yellow boy with that all the ladies love, right? Okay, big up Michael Illy. Do your thing, kid. So she says her husband wasn't looking to change her in marriage. Um, he knew who I was before marriage. So that admission led to good opening up about religion and church culture. She's very religious. She says Jesus tops her list of heroes and she and Franklin were celibate before marrying but has some issues with other members of the church who are quick to attack and judge as if she attends church with franklin often good replied not all the time because if i'm being completely honest my experience with some church folks has not been that positive she continued it's unfortunate 
because we're supposed to be the biggest lover, she said, of Christians. Even if you disagree with someone or you don't think what they're doing is right, you're supposed to mind your own business and pray for that person. Other times you're supposed to correct in love if that's what God told you to do. And there was no correction in love. It was like a complete assault. So she talked about, um, there was a, I remember this too. Her and her husband were out in public and someone on social media, because you know, social media empowers retards. And uh, some somebody from the church says um, she's a married woman, so she should learn how to cover up when making public appearances. And then she started receiving hateful uh, uh, comments after that. So let me tell you why this is uh, really dumb shit to me. Megan Good, first of all, let me check you really quick. People are not making you not come to church. You're full of shit with that, okay? Don't, you can't bullshit me. There are plenty of churches that will take you where as you are. You just so happen to be at the church you think you're supposed to be at. Maybe it's your husband's church or whatever. Your husband shouldn't be there if you're being judged like that. You shouldn't be around Christians that are so busy judging. Okay, Megan? So, so let's just do that real quick. Second of all, to you kooky Christians, I just want to tell y'all real quick, because I can't run over twice. Um... The reason nobody takes you guys serious and the reasons you all give Christianity a bad name is basically because you're worse than the people that you judge. All you guys know is judgment. Meanwhile, if you go to any website, if you go to any social media, if you have a church with a scandal where the preacher's banging little boys, banging the women in the congregation, if he's a homosexual but he's married to a woman and he's deceiving, if he's stealing money, you will never see those parishioners tearing their preacher down on social media. They like to get the woman that's not dressed the way they think. They like to attack the people that don't have the sexual orientation they think or who do this or who do that. All of you are burning in hell because all of you are judgmental and thou shalt not judge lest ye be judged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a Christian right now. You're listening to me right now. Are you? Are you mad? You mad? No, 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 no. Let me just talk about making good. I'm going to just do one dumb shit news. I'll save the other one. I said the other one. The other one is fitting for next week. I got a special show for y'all next week. So who the fuck do, do, do you guys think you are? I've seen Megan Good. I I saw something online. She 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 has she has plentiful breasts and she likes to wear certain outfits and I get all of that and I get all of that. But with since when does a Christian get on social media and send hate comments? What, what God are you working with? I, I just like to know. Yeah, I'm only going to do one dumb shit news. And I'm going to hope that I have one sponsor or advertiser or listener when I come back. Because the jig is up. The jig is up, Christians. And not all of you. See, here's the thing about the way that I speak. Hit dogs holler. If I'm not fucking talking to you. 
something, you shouldn't mind what I'm saying if it's the truth. If you get upset about it and you know that these people exist, I'm probably talking to you. The opinions of Jeff is Moody do not necessarily respect the, the, the reflect the sponsors and and and, and staff and, and, and advertisers and, and all that of beat break 87 FM. Yeah, I wasn't in the mood for dumb shit today. Not the news, at least. So Megan Good doesn't go to church, although she can go somewhere else where they'll take her just as is. Y'all, why don't y'all stop blaming all of Christianity for your for your shit? Megan, you can easily go someplace and be accepted. But for you Christians, you, you for for those not for you type of Christians. Hallelujah. Y'all holler now. Holler now. Now some Christians are listening to me, and you know I'm right. Some of y'all are agreeing with me. Some of y'all are distancing yourself from me. Some of y'all are calling Sean Garvey like we're not going for this shit no more. You can fucking suck one. Facts. Because you do more dirt than the people you judge. Making good, they're not stopping you from going to church. You're stopping yourself from going to church. I mean, that was my dumb shit news for the day. When are you... What God are you working with that you get on social media and type hateful, hurtful things in the name of God? Anybody? You mean tell me ain't nobody got nothing to say? Nobody? All right, fuck it. We'll be back with the uh, FB question of the week then. If y'all ain't got nothing to say. Nobody? What God are you working with? You need me to introduce you to some real believers and lovers of God? They can teach you maybe how to get off your bullshit. You ain't no Christian. You a heathen. And most of the time, so is your preacher. Take it or leave it. My name is Jeff is Moody. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. We are back. We are back. Jeff is Moody show. Hey, uh, family, listen. No matter how much I get chewed out on a break, I got to tell y'all, I'm not likely to change anytime soon. And you will notice a reoccurring theme with me that I am opinionated. You are opinionated. We are all opinionated. But I'm just saying, when we get too holier than that, see, I like to be checked when I get out of control. So I don't mind checking other people when they get out of control. So all I'm going to say about that with that dumb shit news. I just want to know who God people working with. That's all. That's all. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yo, so we're going to do the FB uh, question of the week. It's actually probably going to be two segments because we got to do the feedback from last week. So as you guys know, um, with the FB post of the week last week, we talked about the anal sex. And I, I the, the question was, is a heterosexual man considered gay if he has anal sex with a woman? And I'm like, 
I trick question for me, right? I like I'm not under, I didn't quite understand the question. So it and I was on a I was uh in a group and they had posted this stuff and it just turned into a like it it was a question that was just meant to start a conversation. I don't think the poster understood that one young lady would lose her mind and call any man that comes next to an anus gay. In anywhere near, if he wipes his own anus, according to her, he was gay. So we're gonna do the FB question of the which that's ignorant as hell, but ignorance is the American way, right? All right. We're going to do the feedback from last week's uh, FB question of the week, and then we're going to move into this week's question. So let's do this. Uh, uh, Family, and I'm trying to tell y'all, if you want some feedback on your show, no matter what you have, podcast, radio show, whatever, you can talk about racism, sports, politics, or sex. You are always going to get some shit back. And in this case, it would be anal sex. Yep, that's right. The FB topic of the week last week asks, is a man considered gay because he has anal sex with a woman? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're thinking. That's a dumbass question, right? How can a straight heterosexual male be gay if he has anal sex with a heterosexual woman? At least that's the way that the convo unfolded on Facebook. Because it turned gay. I, I didn't understand how it did. But but the way the convo was on FB was that a straight male who has no interest in men is somehow gay for having anal sex with a woman. Now, now for me, this was silly. But the replies, they were really funny and interesting with about 85% of women and men saying, no, he's not gay. While about 15% of men and women said, well, yeah... You could be a straight male who has anal with a woman, but you're still gay. And you would think they were trolling, but many of them were not trolling, y'all. So one lady in particular, who I suspect has had probably a horrific anal experience, um, she lost her mind on this post. And she called all men gay. Fuck it. Like, this anal topic struck a nerve with her. She was one step short of saying if a straight male kisses a woman, he's gay. She called me gay. She called the poster gay. The planet Earth was gay. Your car was gay. Uh, uh, My dog was gay. Rest in peace, Robbie. (laughs) She was peace. I'm not laughing at Robbie. She was peace. She was pissed. I meant to say peace to Robbie. No, this was so insane. Well, family, um, I read this last week and y'all had some feedback. So let's do this feedback, right? Before I read these responses, let me say that the opinions of the Jeff is Moody audience do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break 87 FM and its sponsors and advertisers. Doctors listen to my show. Lawyers listen to my show. Truck drivers listen. Trainers listen. IT personnel listen. Nurses listen. Uh, uh, firemen listen, construction workers listen, real estate property owners listen. Uh, uh, th- I have an expansive audience. And um, some of their opinions do not reflect <laughs> B-Break 87. <laughs> some of their opinions do not, 
<laughs> do not re- reflect me. <laughs> I'm sober today. I'm 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 sober ninety percent of the time. I do this show, by the way. Uh, if you hear me cracking up, it's the euphoria of 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 recording for you. <laughs> I had to say that before I read these shits. Okay. Queen Caliborn D said, yo, King, what the fuck type of miserable asshole get into her emos over straight people having anal? Why does she care? You know what happened, right? She other had a she other had a super painful anal experience and didn't like it. Had anal with some oh. She either had a super painful anal experience and didn't like it, had anal with some dude that ended up doing her dirty, or she dated a down low dude and is still bitter. No reason for this heifer to care that much what other people are doing. Straight sex is straight sex. Tanya P said, I've always wanted to try anal, but I have been afraid. I decided I just couldn't do it. But I don't knock anyone who does. Gay or straight, it's not my business. Correct. Ring the bell, Tanya. It's not our business, y'all. It looks and seems erotic as hell between a woman and a man. Maybe one day Mr. Wright will come along and make me jump out the window with it. All right. Mama one. Mama one. You're a new one. Ring the bell for my new ones. Says, I thought any anal was gay because I just thought it was nasty till I got engaged and he sent me to the moon with anal anal ain't gay lol love your show <laughs> no doubt King Cedric said well big homie I guess I'm gay because I be tearing some anal up the 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 opinions of the uh, Jeff is moody audience do not necessarily reflect oh gosh you guys are gonna get me fired you are. You are. He says, I'll be tearing some anal up. And never once thought about a man while I was doing it. Have you ever made a woman come from giving her anal? If that's gay, I'm gay. Hey. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yo, Sam. Why you do me like this, son? Yo, you know I'm trying to do this show, B. You're Sean Garvey, I know. I know the call. I know. The conference call is coming, I know. DOT says, tell people to grow up and stay out of people's damn bedroom. I'm a gay male, and I can tell you that there's nothing wrong. There's nothing we deem gay about heterosexual anal. We don't even think about what they do. We do us intensely. You feel me, Jeff? Deep. Uh, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. JK, <laughs> uh, your your straight sex is 100% straight. Tell people to mature and stop judging. Tasha says, it's not gay, but it's, it's hella nasty and trifling. The vagina was made for a penis. The ass wasn't. It's basic science. To each his, her own, but that shit's nasty. Add ass licking and fingering vagina and swallowing semen. More power to who does what they want. But all that is nasty as fuck. The crew at Gwinnett Medical is checking you out. 
This show takes me back home to Jersey where real conversation is the only way we do. Appreciate you, King. Appreciate you, Queen. Tasha, uh, I got to go into this break, but, you know. Y'all ran an anal debate by Mrs. Moody, and she was looking at me like I was a Martian. Like, how are you gay if you're strictly heterosexual? So that's the feedback to uh, uh, from last week, y'all. The anal sex. If you want, yo, if you're doing the show, politics, sex, sports, yo, I'm telling you, you won't lose. We're going to come back with uh, the, the second portion of today's FB question of the week and it's a good one um tanya tasha we're gonna have to talk about what you just said all right but we gotta pay these bills though my name is jeff is moody this was the feedback to last week and uh we're coming into another fb question of the week on the next segment man thank y'all for listening i like getting y'all through the day man let's keep it moving we'll be right back you're listening to jeff is moody on beat break 87 Family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We're going to go into this FB question of the week. Had to do that feedback. Listen, broadcasters, podcasters, whoever you are, when your family interacts with you, let them know that you care. By the way, not only do I care, fam, for those of you that when I get Whether it's in passing, whether it's text, whether it's on social media, great show. Yo, you are you are moving me with moody motivation. Yo, you are speaking the real. You're keeping it a hundred. I love you for the raw. I, I may not read that all the time, but but understand that I know. Like understand that I know it, especially when you see me in person and you guys feel the energy between us. I am truly appreciative of that. I never text people back. I don't pick up. I don't pick up numbers when people call. It has nothing to do with y'all. Has nothing to do with radio. It has nothing to do with any of that. That's been me for years. Like I'm just a funny style kind of guy like that. But if some of you notice, you get texts back from me. And I may stop responding after a while. But it means a lot. To, like, you're not going to understand what it means to me because I do things unconventionally. I always have. And um, it it really means a lot, fam. So you, I, I think one of the biggest things I got was from Queen Sherry. And she said, when, when I listen to you, it's like I'm with my brothers and my uncles and my sisters. It's that Virginia Beach grill going on in the back drinking smoke it's the realism but there's something unique and special and gifted under it family you'll never understand how much that means to me you'll never understand the true reason why i do this stuff even right now going towards the end of my my live segment i'm talking about this i don't follow a script i don't follow rules i don't like those I just make sure sponsors are good and ads are good. And outside of that, I give the rain to do me. The minute I lose that rain is the minute I'm gone. I wanted to tell y'all that that's that because it means something to me. And hopefully it means something to y'all. All right. So ring the bell for my family. You know, I I can't I can't appreciate y'all enough. Young Sean, play my dealer. 
Young King, play my Dilla. Thank you. FB question of the week. This is something else right here. So, th- this is this is the uh, question. So, I met this guy on Tinder. We spoke for a few months, and he said he would be in my city for a couple of days on business. We agreed to meet at a Benihana. I told him to meet me there, and I would take him back to his hotel. When we met up, the date went well, and we talked about any and everything. He let me know he was relocating in a month, so you know I was excited. He had all of the qualities of a good man, that is, until the bill came. The total was $96. He took out a crisp $100 bill and put it on the table. He then asked me, could I leave the tip? Shaking my head. Red flags started to go off in my head. The man is supposed to pay for everything, including the tip. So I said, sure, and took another bite of my food, then told him, let me get my wallet out of my car. I hopped in my car and left. If you can't even pay for dinner without my help, you're a bomb, period. Not the bomb, a bomb. Who's wrong? A, the man, B, the woman. Let's talk about this really quickly, fam. First of all, this is probably not a real story because that's how social media goes. People don't give you as much real shit as they do conversation starters, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a, it's a great thing. Debate is wonderful. But in this scenario, whether it's real or false, y'all already know where I'm going with this, right? First of all, you're, you're on the internet looking for dates. And, and I know in this generation that, you know, I know a lot of you is like, yo, Moo, hold on. Whoa, slow down, bro. You walk the line every week. I date, I online date, Moody. Don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. You're, I mean, you're an online dater. You know what online dating has done? It's allowed people to bullshit you harder than they can do in person if you just met them in passing or through familiarity and through the, 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 the path of time. Will you see people and you ask them out eventually? Or will you see a stranger and you make yourself familiar? Now you guys just get online, look at a profile, uh, look at a couple of uh, a penis pics, look at a couple of vagina pics. Uh, who cares if herpes is on the penis or the vagina? Who cares if HIV is on the penis or the vagina? Who cares if bisexuality that you don't know about is there? Who cares if poverty, student loans, crazy ex-boyfriend with a gun chasing after you? Who cares online, right? Just tell me what I want to hear. And I'll go out with you. Show that woman a good-sized penis, and she'll bang you. Show that man a cooch that's just been shaving. He'll hit it. That's online. All right, so you you met online. That's number one. Not that that's the, the most worst thing in the world. But if this is real, which I don't think it is, how, how do you know he wasn't testing you to see where your head is at? He pulled out a crisp hundred. 
and ask, could you pay the tip? And you got in your car and you left. Not, not that he didn't pay the bill. He paid the bill. He asked, could you pay the tip? And you say a man is supposed to. So you're one of them women that we know when you get married, you're going to stay home and eat bonbons, right? Or maybe raise the kids. And your husband is going to do everything. Okay, fine. Did he know that about you on Tinder? Did he know that about you before you guys actually sat down to dine? I don't think he did, because if he did, he wouldn't have put out the hundred and asked you to tip past the four dollars left past the hundred on a ninety-six dollar bill. So, when you got in your car and you left on this on this story that I don't think is real, you did him a favor. Hey, bruh, you got hooked up. She saved you. Now, let me ask you a question. Ladies, I want to ask y'all something serious, and then I'm going to ask the fellas a question. Fellas, no, let me ask y'all first. What, what, what makes you worthy of getting ass on the first date? Is it your looks? Is it your car? Is it your occupation, your salary? Like, what is it? What makes you think that on the first date a woman is indebted to get? Is it because you actually pay for the bill? What makes you think a woman is, is is indebted to you for some reason on the first date? Why is that? Because other women have been. I, I I'd like to know, ladies. What what makes you think that a man pays for everything on the first date? Is it because you have a vagina, and a pair of titties, and some nice, uh, uh feet? And, 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 uh, okay, now you sound like somebody I would hit. <laughs> but you wouldn't catch me on that bill shit. You have on fashionable clothes and your hair is dead. Is, is the fact that you have a vagina and no personality, does that mean that your dinner's free? Does your vagina ensure free dinner, fellas? Does your, you know, you know what I'm saying? See, children play children games. And when you get two children that are of adult age and they get out and they're 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 children in adult bodies, they end up playing children type of games. Like, I'm gonna get mad because he asked me to pay the tip and I'm gonna get in my car and I'm gonna dip on him. Fellas, y'all not getting away. How many times has a fella said he gotta go to the bathroom and skipped out on the chick that he wasn't having fun with? See, that's that child, that's that that's childlike. You're children. Lady, you're a child. <laughs> you're a child. Pay the tip or say, no, I'm not going to pay the tip. Don't take your ball and run. I'm going to go over. Young Sean, keep my dealer going. I'm going over, but not by much. Hey, yeah, two to six for a reason. God damn it. God damn it. 2 to 6 p.m. The Jeff is Moody Show. BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Hmm. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you men online. You got told everything that you wanted to be told. And you went out and he pulled out a Chris 100. Put it on a table and asked you to pay the tip. If this is real, I'm going to say he was testing you. If this is fake, it's a good conversation starter. So you win either way. Ladies, your your vagina in my world, 
your vagina doesn't guarantee you much of anything your your personality does but i'm overlapping a lot of stuff because i haven't done my random thoughts yet and i have to tell y'all why nobody is a dime but if you're listening closely you know why i don't rate women a dime now i was the fb post of the week went to benihana met him online everything was great perfect man everything i ever wanted in a man and he asked me to pay the tip i did not only say no i got in my car and i dipped kids play kids games what do you sign your checks with lady crayons huh what what channel do you watch nickelodeon grow the fuck up and i don't know what's up with the brother in the hundred but y'all sound like two children on a date and kids shouldn't be dating underage children shouldn't be dating in restaurants where they have alcohol Went to Benihana, perfect guy, paid the whole bill, asked could you pay the tip. Saying no wasn't enough for you, you got in your car and dipped. I got a tendency to think a fucking man actually wrote this post, to be honest with you. I didn't write it. You can trust that. I don't take that much time for fake shit. What do y'all think about that? That was the FB Post of the Week. Hit me up. 678-386-5331 on Instagram. The Jeff is Moody Show. Hit us up on Beat Break Radio on Instagram also. I don't know. Children shouldn't play children games. We'll be right back, y'all. Uh, uh, hey, the world's most trifling people contest is coming up next on the Jeff is Moody Show. Beat Break Radio. FM. I went over. Sean, don't slack on my Dilla. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Yeah, yeah. Young Sean, I'm telling you, man. As long as you got my bounce, this is what we do. We're going to keep the hottest show as long as you keep providing my Dilla, young Sean. You know, some weeks, next week, we switching it up, young Sean. We switching the bounce up. You know, we got some relationship stuff going on. But 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 just keep my Dilla. As usual, sir, you've done a great job with the Dilla, young Sean. Family, uh, welcome back to the gym show. I mean, hey, what the hell? I got the greatest post producer of all time. I just like to let him know he's doing a great job with the Dilla. Family, welcome back to the gym show. Uh, and yes, it's time for the world's most trifling people award. Family, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of serious or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every other week and sometimes weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings. I will choose a winner at the end, and that winner will go on to face the defending weekly champ. And the grand champ of trifling will be announced at the end of the Jeff is Moody show season this year. Family, this week's contestants, they face last week's scumbag winner and the returning champ, or should I say champs? Because I believe last week's winners, y'all, were they were the cops all across the nation that have been busted making racist, violent, and bigoted posts on FB. Why did they win? 
Well, they won because these are the men and women that are sworn to protect us, and they're actually paid by our tax dollars. So it's scary and it's sad to see the law and knowing your heart that they could be the clan. They could actually want to harm you. That's why those nighttime stops for people of color are so, you know, scary. So there are returning champs, but here are our challengers. I'm going to tell you, I only got two challenges this week, family, because they both make my skin crawl. And, and, and the opinions of Jeff is Moody are not necessarily the opinions of Beat Break, uh, 87FM and his staff and management and advertisers and sponsors. <sighs> Contestant number one, Louisiana pastor accused of raping 11-year-old over the course of two years. Uh, that would mean that he was raping her when she was nine. You know, Kooky Christians, uh, I, I love those of you that are really about the Lord. Um, I know that you get offended when I talk about the bad ones. Uh, the problem is you should be talking about them too. Instead, you're worried about Megan Good's tits, uh, her cleavage showing out of her shirt because your priorities are so in order. Uh, way to go. Uh, John Michael Ward, 45, a, Louis a Louisiana pastor, was arrested on Monday for allegedly raping an 11-year-old girl. Police say the assault was carried out on a frequent basis for a two-year period. The pastor at Bellevue Baptist Church in Westlake, Louisiana, was charged with 10 counts of first-degree rape, 40 counts of indecent behavior with a juvenile, and two counts of pornography involving a juvenile. Bellevue Baptist Church belongs to an association of churches named the Cary Baptist Association, which whose uh, communications director, Bruce Baker, issued a statement on the matter. We are heartbroken, Baker wrote. The church and the association of churches are devastated. We are mobilizing resources to take care of the family. Ward has since admitted to molesting the girl over a two-year period and said he even videotaped her while she was nude on more than one occasion. His bail was set at $640,000. Uh, you know me, folks. I always say, why not kill him? Huh? The, the opinions of Jeff is moody are not necessarily the opinions of Beat Break 87FM and his uh, staff and management and sponsors and advertisers. Hey, how's he get bail? Yeah, how you violate a child and get bail? Yeah, but y'all worried about making good? And y'all are worried about sinners? And y'all are worried about uh, condemning people to hell? But you don't look inside your own church? How's he get bail? Uh, when he gets in, when he gets in general population, they'll take care of him. I don't offer no apology for that sentiment. Fuck him. And no God, God, yo, God, will forget. No, you're lucky I ain't God. Contestant number two. God bless that that young child. See, I'm not here to make fun of that. I'm here to wake you up and let you know there's more going on in reality TV. There's actually reality going on. And children get hurt and people get hurt and we don't, we're desensitized. God bless the child. 
Uh, contestant number two, that pisses me off. Alaskan teen kills best friend after Catfisher offers $9 million for crime. A group of Alaskan teens are being accused of killing a 19-year-old developmentally challenged woman after one of them was promised $9 million to carry out the act by a man that was catfishing her from Indiana. 19-year-old Cynthia Hoffman was bound by the hands and feet and shot in the back of the head when she was found on June 4th. Authorities believe 18-year-old Denali, Denali Bremer, devil bitch, and four other teenagers carried out the crime after Bremer was promised $9 million to kill a person and provide evidence by 21-year-old, this guy, Indiana man named Darren Shilmer. The man was catfishing Bremer under the name Tyler, and his scheme was revealed after Shilmer backed out of the deal and threatened to go to, to the police, according to texts between the two. Bremer, Shilmer, and 16-year-old Caden McIntosh have been indicted on murder and conspiracy charges. Shilmer is being extradited to Alaska to face charges. Let me tell you something. With this social media thing and with this internet thing, y'all are going to... So a young lady lost her life because some idiot kid really thought somebody was going to give them... Not she killed her friend. You know, over the weekend, Baby Moody had her friends over, and I was thinking about this story. Like, what would I do if, like, if one of these kids killed the other one on a on a dare or a bet? Yo, let me tell you something. See, this is not far fetched. This happened for real. What the fuck is going on? Yo, she killed her friend. Brutally for $9 million. Some stranger on the internet. And how sick is the... See, I want death penalty here. You know, you can't really say that on radio, man, because you got to kiss too much ass on radio. That's why I always tell y'all, like, I never really know how long my career be. You have to kiss too much ass. Yeah, you have to be too safe. You, you have to say what's safe. Yo, this this sicko, he he got online and made a pro Oh, I'm just joking. It was just a joke. It, what is on your mind when you eat and how could you be how could you be of the age of, of, of 19? How old was this bitch? 18 years old? You really thought somebody was gonna give you nine million dollars to kill somebody and provide the ever you just took somebody's child. You just killed your friend. Bitch, you win. You win. You and the Shilma guy, you guys win. Yeah, social media is a beautiful thing. It's used for so much good. But the bad is so dangerous. The bad is so disgusting. You you win, Cynthia. No, Cynthia Hoffman. God bless your soul. 18-year-old Denali Bremer, you win, you little devil bitch. You beat out the cops across the nation. You want to know why? Because those cops are being dealt with. You beat out the preacher that raped the child because the, the, the church, the, the church, you know. I tell you, man, there's so many real churches out here. God knows maybe I should talk about them sometime. You win. You Alaska kids, y'all win. 
win. You're the you're the fucking scumbag of the earth. You're you're the most trifling person. And and you two will be back next week to face uh, some more contestants. It's the world's most trifling. We'll be back with the opposite of trifling. You little devil bitch. And you piece of shit, male, garbage, feces. And everybody involved, you win. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break 87 FM. Beat Break Radio FM dot com. The Beat Break 87 FM app. Family, it's time for the opposite of trifling. And, and it's true. As you just saw from the last segment, the world is full of trifling people. But you know what? Let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. And we need that. And we need to hear about that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the opposite of trifling. Here's a question for the fam. Uh, What do you think is the likelihood of a stranger returning a lost wallet with cash in this day and age? Like, like. If you drop your wallet, let's say you had a key, about $15 and a few business cards in it, it would probably be safe to assume that at a minimum, somebody would take the cash and leave the rest of the items, right? Well, according to a group of researchers, wrong. I like this story here. Uh, There's a group of researchers out of Finland and they begin turning in crafted wallets like they would stash they would stash clear wallets with with stuff to see if people would take money or items or would they return it um after finding most people would return the wallet with all the content still in it the researchers decided to do the experiment on a much larger scale so they put together a team that dropped off more than 17,000 lost wallets in 40 countries over the course of more than two years. Now, all of the wallets wallets were about the same. Uh, it was a small clear case holding a few business cards, a grocery list in the local language. And remember, this is in 40 different countries. And the key, some contained no money and some held the equivalent of about $13. So research assistants turned them in at the kinds of places people would typically bring a wallet if they found it on the ground, like a police station, a hotel, post office, theater, front desk of a gym or whatever. The researchers thought that putting money in the wallet would make people less likely to return it because the payoff would be bigger than just returning it, right, without taking anything. But they saw the exact opposite. So people were more likely to return a wallet when it contained a higher amount of money. A researcher by the last name of Cone, he makes that statement, and I thought that was awesome Because I'm going to tell y'all, I'm one of those guys that'll find your wallet loaded with cash and I'll return it. So that so this was like a this like a feel good story for me. So uh, Cone goes on to say, at first, we almost couldn't believe couldn't believe it. And so we told them to triple the amount of the money in the wallet. But yet again, we found the same puzzling finding. As results from the experiment begin to roll in around the world from 38 out of the 40 countries, they found that the majority of people actually return the wallets rather than take them. You know, so and, and that's a good thing. So you, you're thinking, well, that's just $13 or so. What if the wallets had more money in them? So they did a big money test in the United States, in the UK and Poland. 
In that phase of the experiment, they dropped wallets containing nearly $100. The results were even more dramatic. The highest reporting rate was found in the condition where the wallet included $100. 40% of wallets with no money were reported returned, compared with 61% of those with about $13. And check this out, about 72% of those with nearly $100. So what's behind all the honesty? Well, they first it could just be basic altruism, right? The the person who reports the receiving a wallet and they find this wallet, they might care about the feelings of the person that lost it. You know, like what if this is their last? You know, that's kind of how my mind works. So um also people just generally don't like to look in the mirror and see themselves as, as thieves. So I thought that was a great thing. Fam, just when we think everybody ain't shit, it's it it turns out that the majority of people in the world will return what they found. And I'm a testament to that because I return cell phones, wallets, car keys. Uh, that's a good thing. You know, everybody is not trifling. Ring the bell for that study. That's inc- I-, I love the fact that they came up with that. Jay-Z offers legal help to the family who was held at gunpoint by Phoenix police. I know you guys have seen the video by now of the goddamn Phoenix police losing their fucking mind. Dealing with this family and they lost their minds and they shouldn't have jobs now. But for some reason, they're still investigating. You guys type in Phoenix police goes crazy on family. I guarantee you it'll come up. But anyway, Jay-Z and Rock Nation have offered to help a Phoenix family with legal help after they had guns pulled on them by the Phoenix police. The family had plans on suing the city of Phoenix for $10 million, and Jay is looking to make sure the family is issued justice in this situation. Rock Nation issued a statement on the matter saying, There's no place for that kind of behavior in our world, let alone our justice system. And we are calling for the immediate termination of the police officers in question. We are committed to supporting the family to ensure that justice is served. Yo, Jay, in my opinion, you was one of the greatest rappers to ever do this. And I'm telling you, you are quite the humanitarian. And, and and not just because of your celebrity, because there are people with 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 just a a a tad of your money, and not not even a tad of a bill. I want to have a tad of a billion. There are people with no finances that are on this case as well. Man, salute Jay, salute Rock Nation, salute everybody that takes a stand against injustice. If you saw this video, it these goddamn cops lost their fucking mind. They're telling the woman to the woman is pregnant. She's holding a baby. You're going to get shot. You're going to get shot. Put the fucking baby down. And it's in Arizona. The street's probably like 100. They're telling her to put a baby that can't walk on a 100 plus degree street. They lost their minds. If you haven't seen it, type in Arizona police lose their minds on family or family suing Arizona police for 10 million. Watch it yourself. Those guys need to be on the world's most trifling. They may just make it. Moving right along. A young man rebuilding his life receives guidance and friendship from the very cop who arrested him. Now, you know, I'm going to be hard on bad cops and you should, too. Not only should you and I, but also good cops should be bad or uh, uh, hard on bad cops. The justice system should be bad on uh, uh, should be hard on bad cops. Judges, everyone should hate a bad cop. While we're doing that, we need to salute the good ones. And here's a good one. 
this story says years after he was convicted and in prison for armed robbery, Ramil Patamber found an unlikely mentor in the very cop who arrested him. Patamba was only 17 years old when he was left reeling from the death of his father in 2013. Rest in peace. Spurred by grief, the troubled teen, uh, teen attempted to rob a restaurant at gunpoint. He was arrested, convicted for armed robbery, and sentenced to 11 years in prison. Deputy Police Chief Brian Nugent was the officer who arrested Patamba. But even after helping to put the youngster behind bars, Patamba's mother stayed in touch with the policeman so she could convince him that her son was just not another criminal. Patamba was eventually released early from prison on good behavior, and he knew that he didn't want to repeat the mistakes of his past, but he also knew that he needed a mentor if he wanted to succeed. As fate would have it, check it out, y'all. Patamba was working at a Goodwill store in Avon, Indiana, when Nugent was dropping off some donated goods. Patamba asked Nugent, that's the cop who arrested him, uh, if he would fulfill the role of being his mentor. And the conversation ended up blossoming into a meaningful connection. Patamba goes on to say, he treated me with compassion and understanding, and he never treated me less than, not once. To this day, he still builds my worth and self-esteem. This is what Patamba told CBS News. With him in my corner, I can do anything. Let me tell you something. Officer Nugent, if you've heard my show, you would think that I'm anti pretty much almost everything. But I'm pro-good and I'm anti-evil. The way in which I deliver my messages is brutal and it's honest. And, you know, if if you're just tuning in and if you... You know, if you we I want to get a snippet of this actual segment and send it to you. I I, I don't hate police. I don't hate this and that. I just hate things that are bad. I hate evil people. You are an example of what we want law enforcement to be, not because we pay your salary, but because you took an oath and you fulfilled that oath and you went beyond that. I want to salute you, officer, and also your, the young man, uh, uh, Patamber. Uh, what is what is your whole name? Um, Ramil Patamber. Salute to you, King. You are going to be something bigger than you ever thought. And the mistakes you made in your past, out of grief or whatever, those are a race now. You're moving forward. You're doing great things. And I'm telling all of you that were mentioned in this segment, you are the polar opposite of trifling it's the jeff is moody show we'll be right back with random thoughts and just ask jeff y'all salute you're listening to jeff is moody on beat break 87 oh we are back it's almost time to get out of here it's almost time for that classic replay and it's almost time for the atl traffic mix with dj natural but first Family, let's do a little bit of Just Ask Jeff and random thoughts, shall we? Y'all hear that, Dilla? Yeah. Yeah, y'all, you know, y'all, y'all may hear some different bounce than Dilla sometimes in the, in the future, but for right now. Y'all hear that, Dilla? Thank you, Young Sean. Thank you, man. Let's do some Just Ask Jeff. Random thoughts. This uh this just asks Jeff. This is from King Kenny. So he asks, uh, how do I get some ad time on your show? You represent the people, King. I have a pressure washing business in the ATL and I would love to do business. 
I texted the number but got no reply. Please advise. Ring the bell for King Kenny. Uh, King Kenny, I look for a text and not uh, now forgive me because I get a lot of texts not not so much for the show but just period period for for different business things and I I hadn't I hadn't seen it but um hit me up okay I'm gonna go back because I see your number I I don't I see your area code I I've, I see more of that area code but I don't see anything from a Kenny or asking about ads or whatever, but I would be more than happy to, to not only explain that to you um, uh, and, and also sing you in a direction to get this whole thing started. So thank you for wanting to support the show, brother. That means more than anything. Uh, thank you so much, King Kenny. So I will make sure that we link up. Text me again. As soon as you hear this show, hit me up again. Uh, 678 386 Five three three one. That goes for anyone else who wants to advertise on the Jeff is Moody show. All right, yo, Kenny. Thank you, King. Regina Wilkes says, "When you call DJ Naturel your co-host, do you mean as in your D- as in your DJ? <laughs> because I never hear her on the show, and I listen every week, sometimes twice. Love her. Shit, ring the bell. Thank you, Queen. Love her mixes." Grown and sexy as hell. I even started following her on Instagram. I follow you too. You have the best show, but if you ever think of having a speaking co-host, can I get an audition or something? <laughs> LOL. I'd love to be the yin to your yang. LOL again. I messaged you. I know you're busy, but the but message me back, Jeff is moody. Die hard listener regardless. Well, Queen, thank you so much. And Naturel is my co-host that you never hear because Naturel's always on the run. But that's my little sis, and that's my ride or die. So I hold it down. When she when she's around, we get busy. But she's an intricate part of the show because that's when you guys are jamming out from five to six. That's Nat right there. She's one of the more popular DJs in Atlanta, and she she travels with this stuff out of the country, around the country. So when she's around, that's my girl. When she's not, I hold it down. I don't have no problem with it. She's my ride or die, and she ain't going nowhere. So thank you, Queen. Um, I'll make sure that I get back to you. If I ever hold audition, I mean, not auditions for a co-host, but if I ever just want somebody to come sit in, maybe we can make that work out, all right? Maybe we'll see about that. Thank you so much. Here's a random thought, family. Um, let me tell you why I don't consider any woman a dime, just based off her looks. Now, I just thought about this when I was talking about Megan Good and Dumb Shit News. Listen, no woman is a dime to me just because of her face and body. I'm past that. But even when I was a little guy, I was just raised by guys that put more worth. A woman had to be, even if they just wanted to hit. They like my big brothers and the old and my OGs, they wouldn't hit a super sexy woman with a bad attitude. See, and most guys don't care about an attitude. They just want the cooch. So I grew up that way. A dime piece to me has more to do with just your looks. You know, like, you got to have a good attitude and you got to be about something. I'm talking about even on a physical level. So I'll see a physically attractive woman and she, like, somebody may say she's a 10. She puts a cigarette in her mouth. She's a 7. She doesn't say thank you when someone holds a door. She's a 7 or a 6 or a 5 and a half. So that's a random thought based off when we were talking about Megan Good. But it just takes more than a big butt and a smile. BBD said that's poison. That girl is poison. He, 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 he.
Ricky Bell and his non-singing ass. <laughs> I just fucking with you, Ricky. What up, God? Um, random thought. There should be a rule in the gym that if you sit on the machine for five minutes looking at your phone, oblivious that other people want to actually use the fucking thing, people should be allowed to take a running start and drop kick you off of the machine. I'm serious about that. Spe- speaking of that, speaking of the gym, there should also be a rule that if you use the bathroom in the gym and walk out of the bathroom without washing your disgusting E. coli hands, you should lose your membership on the spot. Seriously. Random thought. Everybody in the know tells me I should have thousands of followers on social media, and I don't. Like, I have no social media following. And honestly, y'all, I, they, they say I'm doing something wrong, but I think I'm just one of those people who's not appealing on social media. But I am appealing, like, with podcasting and radio. But it just doesn't translate over to social media. Now, I've been told by the social media gurus that I don't post enough content. I don't put up enough pics. I don't interact with others enough to build a following. And one person even told me to buy followers to actually start gaining true followers because people follow numbers even more than they follow good content or or character or whatever. And I appreciate all that advice because my social media following is weak. I mean, even on FB, I got the Jeff is Moody page. I got my people that come through, but it's probably about 10 of them that's always active on there. Um, 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 uh, uh, my cuz, my heart, uh, my cuz, Joni Torian, Bruce Buck, uh, Robin Lewis, Marquis Cunningham, my guys from In the Paint, um, uh, got a lot of uh, uh, Peaches D. Um, you know, there's some people that get involved, but for the most part, I don't get any support from the social media family. Like it's uh, uh, Stevie Locks, Trill Withers, you know, those are some people that get involved. And if I'm forgetting anybody that, you know, but it's just a handful. So I just don't think I'm social media appealing. I've seen a lot of people that are very popular in other facets of entertainment and they, they, they following is not what I would think it would be. So I don't know. I'll try to work on that. But fuck all that. That sounds like too much uh, work for me. And not that I'm lazy. I just sound like too much ass kissing to get followers. I know followers can get you where you got to go, especially when you're trying to negotiate. But um, fuck that. Random thought. I wish I would be around a gay couple and they would get attacked or verbally berated for their lifestyle when I'm around. Now, I've been there before and I wish I would be sitting and watching two people who are minding their own business get bullied by anyone. I've been in fist fights uh, uh, standing up for gay people and I'd be happy to bust some shit then and I'd be happy to punch somebody in their shit now. Leave people alone. Let them live their lives. If you're so worried about them, you're probably uh, uh, not living a happy and prosperous life yourself. I wish I would be sitting around when y'all pull that bullshit. Random thought. I saw an attractive lady walking to the gas station and a group of city employees were standing outside and, you know, one of the guys held the door for her. So she smiled and said something, and I'm assuming it was thank you. And you can see the guy say, you're welcome. And when she got inside the door, he pumped in the air as if he was doggy styling her. Y'all know what that looks like, right? And they got a kick out of that. Now, I'm sure she didn't see it. But a dude walking in the gas station with his small daughter did. You, you, you know what, fellas? Grow up, man. At what point in time do you realize that there's a place and time for everything? And in the morning time when people are in and out and, uh, and you're doggy styling a young lady. Like, just grow up a little bit. They say boys would be boys and absolutely. 
because that's not a man move. Like, grow, grow the fuck up. How old are y'all? Some women are standoffish for this very reason, too. So let's, let's keep it real. But rather than call out the dudes, we just like calling out the women. All right. That was Just Ask Jeff, and that was my random thoughts. Family, that was the Jeff is Moody Show. I hope you enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. Don't forget. We have a special Dr. Jeff Love edition of the Jeff is Moody show for you next week. It'll be all relationships, sex, dating, you name it. If it's in the love category, we will have it. From Moody motivation to random thoughts, next week episodes will be all about Dr. Jeff Love. I'm a relationship guru. Family, the classic podcast throwback is up next, followed by the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. Young Sean, thanks for that Dilla. Thanks for that bounce. We did it again, kid. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. We got another one. Peace, y'all. Love y'all. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87.